The preceding message is brought to you by Kingsword Everywhere Nigeria. Stay tuned after this message for more information about Kingsword Everywhere Nigeria. God's presence, you're welcome to service. Help me welcome your neighbor to your left, to your right. Celebrate your neighbor, say something nice about them. Dikinoko, it's good to see your face. This doesn't look like a coincidence for all, all of a sudden I was thinking about you this morning. I don't know whether you got the text I sent you. I'm not sure whether I delivered. So I was so glad when I saw you in service. I think that's a sign. <laughs> Praise God. Appreciate your neighbor for me. Just celebrate them. And if you are joining us online, it's good to have you live in the service. Praise God. So we've been dealing with... Um, the work of our hands this month of May. We started on May Day talking about um, prowess, how you can excel concerning the work of your hands, whether it's a job, whether it's a business, if you're a student, whether it's your academics, if you have a career concerning your career, if you are in investments, your investments, you're handling a project, the projects you're handling. It extends to your marriages, your relationships, anything and everything that you invest time, effort, resources in. It all comes under the work of your hands. And as we have established, God's will is for you to excel in these areas of your life. Can I hear a loud amen? amen. You can do well. I love that scripture that says, say to the righteous, it shall be well with you. Praise God. You will eat the fruit of your doings. You can do well. And you should do well. And we've been looking into several things that make that possible for you. Let's start from Psalm 90. Um, projection, help me. I don't think this was in the notes I sent to you. I want to go to... I'm starting from here, Psalm 90, verse 16 and verse 17. Psalm 90, verse 16 and 17. Let your work appear to your servants and your glory to their children. Let God's work appear to us. Um, one of the key things our father, Dr. K, told us about this season of multiple harvests is for us to prioritize the work of God, the saving of souls or the preaching of the gospel to others. And you see that connection clearly put here, where the work of our hands is concerned. Let God's work appear to us. Let his glory appear before us. And as we put God's work before us and focus on God's work as well, God will bless our own work. Praise God. Verse 17 now says, let the beauty of the Lord our God be upon us. And let the Lord our God establish the work of our hands for us. Yes, establish the work of our hands. Glory be to God. And I pray that will be your portion in Jesus' name. God will establish your business. God will establish your career. God will establish you in your job. God will establish your family, your relationships. It will flourish. Glory be to God. And the beauty of the Lord will be evident upon it. Praise God. Hallelujah. We are talking about workplace intelligence. That's the title of the series. And I think it's important that all of us know that concerning the work of our hands, we need to apply some 
level of intelligence, spiritual intelligence to be precise. Um, I believe all of us in one way or the other are touched by the war going, going on in Ukraine and the challenges there. And if you follow the news like I do, the very reason that President Putin said is his excuse for starting the war that he doesn't want NATO to move to his um, border or Domot, if you prefer Domot, it is now happening. It's now making it look like the whole war effort was just a waste of time, a waste of lives, a waste of resources. Because the, the, the countries that were not thinking of being part of NATO, they are now saying, because you started this war, we are going to enter the very thing you are saying, the people that you are fighting with should not do. So sometimes something can look right to a, a man. Like the scripture says, there's a way that seems right to man. But the end is destruction. You can sit down and plan your career path, what you want to do in your business. I don't know whether you've ever had dog gone into an investment and after a while it just went sour. It's a sign to let you know the limit of human ability in your own intelligence, and we, I believe we talked about this on Wednesday when we were talking about um, walking in the power of God. You, you, you've got to learn to trust God. Oh, it was two Wednesdays ago. Talking about trusting God. Committing your works into his hands. Because no matter how intelligent you are, you can be the president of a great nation like Russia. And you are scheming with your own, this is what I see, this and just a few months down the road, you're now looking foolish to everybody. Just because you are operating with just natural intelligence. And I deliberately stay from that story because I think each and every one of us concerning the work of our hands, you are, life is like a game of chess. I don't know if you know the game chess. You have to make strategic moves. And you are actually fighting against something or someone. Darkness is covering the earth, the, the gross darkness of all the people. You, you just can't stay stationary. You have to make the right moves, which is the argument President Putin was saying, I'm not going to wait till NATO come and attack my country. That was the argument he was making. So I'm going to preempt everybody. You guys must not come near my border. But it's now looking very foolish. May we not make foolish decisions and foolish moves. Hallelujah. Ah, you didn't say amen like you understand what I'm saying. May God give us intelligence where the work of our hands is concerned. Hallelujah. Now, because we are all at different levels and different phases in life, and we are all in our individual lives faced with different situations and circumstances, the intelligent move you need to make may not be the intelligent move I need to make at this point in time. What Debola needs to do to move forward in his business, the move he needs to make now, and that's the prayer I want us to pray and believe God for this morning, the move you need to make in this season of your life, what can I do where the work of my hands is concerned, where all these amazing promises 
um, again, usually looking at another example, what Pastor Bonner wanted to do was to look at certain scriptures and quiz us in scriptures that we've shared about the work of our hands and to see how well people are grasping what we are saying. You can plan everything and technology will just fail you. They have tested the app, they have tested everything before service. So we, we, we just can't rely on our natural abilities. And this way we need God. Am I making sense to somebody this morning? You, you, we are not asking you not to use your brain. I think I had Pastor Sola say that today in the training this morning. You can't say because I have God, I'm not going to use my brain. No. But you've got to understand that beyond the natural abilities that God has given you, beyond what you can see in the natural, what you know, you need God to help you make intelligent moves. Hallelujah. And I want to consider five intelligent moves I see in scriptures, just to share them with us this morning. And for everyone here to listen to perhaps, this is the move you need to focus on right now. You are supposed to be flourishing concerning the work of your hands. You are supposed to be excelling concerning the work of your hands. The Bible told us about Isaac. We've talked about him in Genesis 26, that there was another famine that arose, apart from the famine that arose in the days of his father. And yet, God helped Isaac to prosper in that time of famine. God can help you to prosper in this time of famine that we may be facing or that you are facing. If you can make the intelligent moves, Isaac made the right intelligent move. He wanted to go to Egypt, but that would have been foolishness. That wasn't the intelligence he needed for his workplace at that point in time. But thank God he engaged God, he got God involved, and the necessary intelligent move he needed to make. Somebody pray with me this morning and say, Heavenly Father, help me make the necessary intelligent move that I need to make in this season. He got it. And he made it. And in one year, he received a bountiful harvest, multiplied harvest, a hundredfold return. What he could never have imagined naturally. May that be your testimony this season in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. So I'm going to give you these five simple intelligent moves that I've seen in scriptures concerning the work of your hands, and I'm going to give you scripture references that show that if you make these moves, please hear me and hear me very carefully, it will have a direct impact on the work of your hands. And perhaps this is your move, so you need to be very sensitive to what I'm saying. You don't have to do all five of them. But I'm sure everybody can find something you can do concerning these five things. Praise God. Are you ready this morning? The first move somebody needs to make is God. You need to move closer to God. For some people here, that is your move. You are too far from God. You can't hear God like Isaac. God cannot talk to you like he spoke to Isaac. Not that God is not speaking. Oh, you are too far. The workplace intelligence you need, and I'm speaking from scriptures. I'm not making the mistake of Putin. That you sit down and you calculate, while you use the best military technology, you use the best arsenal. 
I mean, Russia was considered the second world power. The, 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 it's now all rubbish. And I, these people don't even have an army after all. You know, one stupid move from a wise person or someone that we thought was wise, he can now rubbish you. And the country that even the Ukrainians thought they were weak, they're not, ah, we, can, we can win this war. So it cost us a lot, but we can win. We are not going to lose our land. Somebody under the sound of my voice this morning, God is telling you, draw closer to me. Draw closer. Deuteronomy 30 and 9. And watch what God will do concerning the work of your hands. The Lord your God. Somebody say the Lord my God. He will make you abound in all the work of your hand. The Lord your God. God will do it. In the fruit of your body, in the increase of your livestock, and in the produce of your land for good. For the Lord your God, for the Lord will again rejoice over you for good as he rejoiced over your fathers. And if you read Deuteronomy 30, we won't have the time to read it. What Moses was saying to them is, you people are, you have gone away from the word of God. You've gone away from the Lord. Come near to God. And if you do, if you come closer to God and embrace God's word and embrace God's law and hear what God is telling you, God will bless the work of your hand. God, God, that's all you need, just God. And in a sense, this is the umbrella truth or the foundational truth Concerning intelligence for the work of our hands. Just draw closer to God. Why? Because God will make the work of your hands to abound. God. Somebody shout God. God. Hallelujah. That can be the only chess move that somebody needs to make that will make all the difference in your life this year and going forward. Just a bit more time with God in prayer. A bit more time with God studying the word. A bit more time, the, the things we've spoken about is meditating on his word. Serving God, worshiping. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. For somebody else, this next key may be your move. And I call this one the move of power. You need to see, we can't just say, oh, it's just God. And if you read scripture, I, I love the way God wrote the Bible. So you see, there he told us categorically, categorically, God will bless the work of your hands. And then you read under scripture, he will tell you it's not just God in that sense. Is it that God is trying to confuse us? No. What we need to do per time differs from person to person, differs from situation to situation. And for somebody else under the sound of my voice this morning, you need to walk in God's power. We talked about that extensively on Wednesday, last Wednesday's teaching. I want to encourage everyone again, do your best to be here. I know of the challenges in Lagos. Sometimes it takes me hours to drive to church. So we understand that. But if you can come here physically, it's worth the sacrifice. We were talking about that some weeks ago. God is worthy. He's worthy. There's nothing we can give him that he does not deserve. But if you really can't come physically, do your best to join us online. Power. You are too weak, spiritually speaking. One small thing has knocked you off your feet. Not, your own case is not that you don't know God or you're not fellowshipping with God or you can't hear from God. 
your problem is Ephesians chapter 3. You are not strengthened with might by God's spirit in your inner man. And you need to sit down. Thoughts, I've thought about walking in power a lot in this church, and we did it again last Wednesday. And know how to walk in God's power concerning the work of your hands. Walk in power. See to it that you are walking in power. Paul told Timothy, you um, said, what was that scripture again? The scripture we read in 2 Timothy on Wednesday. Um, Be strong in the Lord and the power of his might. Yeah, Ephesians, yeah. Be strong in the Lord and in the power. Be strong. You be strong in the power. You be strong in the power. And Deuteronomy 8, 18 tells us, you shall remember the Lord your God Watch this and watch this distinction I'm making here because this verse makes it clear for us. So it's not a matter of you don't remember God. For it is he that giveth you power to get wealth. So you come to God and God empowers you to succeed. Empowers you to be wealthy. There are two different things. There are those that know God, work with God, but they don't, they, to them power is just about raising the dead. And we're talking about that. That's not just what it is. Power is for every area of life. Am I still talking to you this morning? So somebody else today, your move for this season is, um, I need to walk in divine power. The, the power of God to get wealth. You shall remember the Lord your God, for it is he who gives you power to get wealth, that he may establish his covenant, which he saw to your fathers, as it is this day. Amazing scripture. And what Moses was telling them there is what God did in the life of Abraham and the covenant he swore to them and the miracles and the blessings that he established in their life. What God did in the life of Isaac. I just finished talking about Isaac. That Genesis 26 testimony of Isaac. God can do it in your day. But he will only do it with his power. And that's how Abraham got it. He walked in the power of God. That's how um, Isaac got it. They walked in the power of God. Isaac got so prosperous, the Bible told us, that the Philistines now envied him. They chased him out of their country. But he didn't go to a corner and start crying. He was a man of power. And he would dig another well, dig another well, until he got to Rehoboth. And he established another city as it were. And they came to meet him. Ah, we see that God is with you. When, when he was prospering in the army, they said that, go, go, you are, you are too powerful for us. We know that God is with you. But he wasn't a weak person. God gave power to get wealth. And the simple truth is that's what some of us need. We need to wake up to the realization that there will be challenges. There will be economic challenges. We may be living in an economy where the government doesn't seem to know what they are doing. But above all those things, God's power is superior. And in our own space, in your own field, in your own endeavor of life, you have all the power you need, the power that raised Christ from the dead, that can still make you excel in the work of your hands. Can I hear a loud amen? amen. Please give your neighbor elbow for me and say, walk in power. Scripture tells us that if you faint in the day of adversity, it's not God, it's not the devil, it's that you are weak. 
So there's a place of walking in divine power. And please go to our teachings. Last Wednesday was a very good one, very simple. What Paul told Apostle, he told them in Ephesians, just dress. And we went on that line upon line. Let me go to a third move, a third intelligent move somebody else needs to make. Your own is not that you can't hear God. And your own is not that you are not walking in power. The intelligent thing for you to do concerning the work of your hand, the intelligent, your workplace intelligence, the strategy you need to deploy from scriptures. What you need to do is to walk in excellence. Just talk better. Write that article better. Present that report better. Dress better. Serve better. Just be more excellent. You can't use prayer to solve every problem, sir. You can't use power to solve every problem, sir. I love something Pastor Linda said the other day when she was on the panel. That there is a level, she was talking about top management level. No one is interested whether you can balance the books. At that level of an organization, you expect it to be able to balance the books. I, I use the example in church. There are so many things I don't do, it, and it's deliberate. At the level of senior pastor, and I have so many pastors that can do things, they, they, they can do them. That's not what is needed at certain levels. So you need to be able to identify. She talked about the fact that what you need is to be able to relate with people. And that may be also just need to be more excellent in how, to, how you relate with people and work with people. Somebody shout excellence. excellence. Look at Psalm 16 verse 3 with me this morning. Very powerful text. And please watch how God is using these truths to talk to us. So here God is not emphasizing no me, no me, no me, no me. Work with me. That's not what he's telling them here. Here God is not emphasizing um, um, work in power. Work in power. You need to work in power. What is he telling us here? As for the saints who are on the earth, look at your neighbor and say, are you one of us? Look at the distinguishing thing that they are looking for. The saints who are on the earth, they are the excellent ones. The people that talk better, think better, drive better. <laughs> I saw you on the road the other day. I'm not looking in your direction. And that Okada driver crossed you. And the only thought that was in your, hand, your head is Bole Kaja. <laughs> Put some... <laughs> I'm going to come back to this. Um, okay, let me finish Psalm 16. <laughs> they are the excellent ones in whom is all my delight. And when a man's ways please the Lord, he makes even his enemies... To be at peace with you. It causes things to work together for your good. And what is God saying? I just love the fact that they are excellent in their ways. That, that's what God is looking for. People that will just do things better. It's Proverbs 12, 26. Is somebody learning something this morning? Give this to us in the KJV. Proverbs 12, 26. 
Proverbs 12, 26. The righteous is more excellent than his neighbor. The righteous is more excellent. So everybody in the office may be, ah, we can come late. You say, no. The policy of this office is, we should be at the office at social time. More excellent. So you are not doing what everybody is doing. Everybody is backbiting and spreading rumors about colleagues in the office. The righteous is more excellent than his neighbor. But the way of the wicked seduces them. Hallelujah. So there's a level of blessing that we can experience, we can walk in. If we will only improve on ourselves and get better, just do it more excellently. Whatever it is you are doing. And I believe all of us can learn from this. Praise God forevermore. Number four. What is the excellent move I can make or the intelligent move I can make that will just make things better for me where the work of my hands is concerned? This is what somebody else needs to do. Somebody, now, please be very careful with what I'm doing this morning. I'm not teaching you the details of these things. We teach a lot on how to live an excellent life in this church. We teach on how to walk in power. You can always go back to our archives and listen if you need a message along those lines where we break down these things. I won't have the time to do that. I just want to point you to the area you need to allow God speak to you to focus on. Everybody is one step away from the next breakthrough of their lives. One step away from the next level, the next open door. And the key is to be intelligent enough, spiritually intelligent enough to know what to do exactly. Somebody's next intelligent move is to improve on your knowledge and your skill. It's no more prayer life you need. It's no more prayer time. Now, please hear me carefully. I'm not saying you should not pray. I'm not saying you should not fast. It's not more ah time in the world, time in the world. Mm, I'm not saying you should not spend time in the world. But your next move concerning the work of your hands to go to the next level, your intelligent move is to improve on your knowledge and your skill. Daniel 1.17. They have told us about how Daniel consecrated himself. And he said, I will not eat of the king's delicacies. And how he and his friends fasted and how God helped them after the, that 10 day fast and everything. But the scripture also told us, Daniel 1.17. And listen to me very carefully. When Daniel came to Nebuchadnezzar, <laughs> praise God. To tell him his dream and to tap the dream, it wasn't the vision and revelation he got when he was fasting. It wasn't teaching him new creation realities. Hello? It wasn't telling him about fasting and prayer or speaking in tongues. And I'm not putting all those things down. These are pillars for us. They are very important. But sir, you can't take fasting to the bank. You can fast with whatever it is you are taking to the bank. You can't take fasting to the boardroom. You can fast with what you are bringing to the boardroom. 
What do you bring to the boardroom? You bring knowledge and skill, and God knew that. And the scripture told us, specifically in Daniel 1.17, as for these four young men, God gave them not power, not spiritual stamina, not more revelation of scriptures quoting the word. Please, I'm, I'm being very specific and I'm saying this um, clearly. Not that I'm putting all those things down. But watch what God did for them. And I love it. The Bible said God gave them. So there was a supernatural quotient on it. God gave them what? Knowledge and skill. And before someone thinks he's casting out demons and like that, no, in all literature. And if you read the chapter very well, it was the literature of the Chaldeans, the Babylonians. That was why Nebuchadnezzar brought them into his courts. The Bible told us, oh, take, don't kill all of them and don't make all of them just useless refugees and slaves. The children of the nobles, bring them, the ones that can read, the ones that can learn, bring them to my court. Let them come and learn our language. And let them be part of my advisors. And God saw an opportunity there. And God gave Daniel and those other four friends ability to know the, the things of the Chaldeans and the Babylonians. God gave them knowledge and skill in all literature and wisdom. And Daniel had understanding in all visions and dreams. Hallelujah. But please watch the emphasis here. They were able to run the nation. Daniel became the number one advisor to Nebuchadnezzar. How? Because he had knowledge and skill. Think with me for a moment. Just a moment. The car you drive, who makes it? This AC we are using, who makes it? Did we pray in tongues and it appeared? Even, let's, let's even grant that it was believers that built this microphone and they know how to pray in tongues and fast. So after you have prayed all the praying, I love something one of our pastors said one day, I just remember the story. He said one day he, was, he prayed, one hour prayed, and after he finished, he was happy. I said, what have you been doing for the last one hour? <laughs> and that's when it dawned on him that even God knows that beyond just praying and fasting in certain areas of our lives, God knows you, know how to, you must know how to build a car. What, what, what is the major problem with a nation like ours? We don't make anything. The clothes we wear, we don't make them for the most part. The cars we drive, we don't make them. The building materials we used to build, we don't make them. So all the natural resources we have, I was just seeing an article about that this week, how Ghana produces cocoa. And we now ship it to Switzerland. They don't have cocoa in Switzerland. And they will pay us for the cocoa. Okay, let me use our Nigeria example. How Nigeria has crude oil. We can't even excavate our crude oil. Why? We don't have knowledge and skill. Because you can't use praying in tongues to excavate crude oil. Alone. Now you can be an engineer that prays in tongues. And God now shows you how to solve the process, you must have knowledge and skill in drilling crude oil. So we don't, know how, we don't have the knowledge and skill. We pay an European that don't have as much oil as us to drill our oil, they make money. But when they bring that, it's crude. We don't have the refinery. <laughs> I saw the report that they said Dangote is now broken. He may not be able to finish the refinery. I don't know whether it's true or not. 
And I thought to myself, I won't be broke. All the engineers there is paying them in dollars because they do, we don't have Nigerians that have the knowledge and skill. I, I'm being very serious this morning. I'm being, you, a generation has to rise in this country that will change the story. So we bring out the crude oil, we sell it to them at a price that they dictate with the currency that they say you must, you must buy this thing in dollars. They won't buy it in Naira. And because you are, you are the one that has less, you don't have a choice. How won't America be the richest country in the world? They have the dominating currency. And they will never allow China to catch them. The Chinese have been trying, never. Because they know if another currency arises. And then we, they now process the produce, then we now buy. So we are buying on two levels. So. To get the crude from the ground, to get the, um, the crude from, and then the process. Why won't we be, why won't be having for you? Why won't there be scarcity? Why won't some people be scheming to make profits in all, all that chain? And you know, this is not strange. The Asian countries have solved this. There was a time, decades ago, and interestingly, in Africa too, we started doing it. And in a way, we are still doing it. The Asians went to Europe and went to America to their universities to learn what the Americans knew and paid a premium. You know, if you go and school abroad, you will pay through your teeth. They will not charge you as a foreigner what they are charging the natives, you pay extra, but they paid that price. And they went to their schools, learned what these Europeans and Western, and came back to their country. The Chinese don't bring Americans to come and excavate there. No, they do it themselves. And it's all a matter of getting knowledge. Getting knowledge. Now, I'm talking on a national level, but let's come, come down to where we are. In your job, hello somebody, concerning your business, you need to, for, for some people, again, like I said, someone just needs to get closer to God. Some people, that your own now is you need more knowledge and more skill. Glory be to God. Say, Pastor, I hear. I can feel that you are hearing me this morning. And this is the fifth one. And I think this also covers practically all of us. Most of them really cover all of us. But again, different people at different places. Sometimes it's not knowledge and skill you need. Sometimes it's not even excellence you need. You can just come raw like that. Sometimes to excel, to succeed, to prosper, to flourish concerning the work of your hands. All you need. Somebody say, all I, all I need. And I'm here telling someone from God this morning, this may be what you need to focus on in this season. Sometimes all you need is just plain, simple favor from God. Favor. Again, I'm distinguishing this from knowing God. I already said that at the beginning. This is favor of God. Psalm 44 verse 3. They did not gain possession of the land by their own sword. So it wasn't power or strength that got them the results. Nor did their own arms save them. 
but it was your right hand, your arm, the light of your countenance, not the knowledge or the skill that you gave them, not the excellence that they had, no, because you favored them. Hallelujah. Again, we've taught a lot and we continue to teach about favor in this church. So what do I need to do to trigger favor, activate favor? You are in a place, promotion is about to be announced in your office or you are aiming for the next promotion. Maybe what you just need is to just, how can I walk in favor in this environment? Hallelujah. Or maybe even not just promotion. I will tell you a story of someone I know. And he said there was this company that he was working with, and this was back then in the country, and all of a sudden, please watch this, I'm talking about favor. The, um, the, the foreigners that came to start the business, in the country, they just came and said, they want to leave Nigeria, that they are tired of this country. And they want to go. And he said, we want to sell the company to you. He was an employee in the company. Ah. He looked at them and he said, are you serious? They said, yeah. We won't sell it to you. After all, you're the one that's been running with us. He said, I don't have any money. He said, I told him, go to the bank. They will give you money. No, no, they didn't tell him. He said, so, he told them he didn't have any money. Then that evening was, he said, see what my bosses came to tell me, that they want to sell business. He was even laughing about it. And so I said, are you serious? May you go to the right people when you need information. Yeah. Yes, I said, I told them I didn't have any money. He said, you don't have any money. Go to the bank. They will give you money. He said, that's when he dawned on him. And watch, watch favor. He went to the bank. The bank was ready. They gave him the money. He bought the company. And that's how he became. And he paid the loan back in a short period of time. Because it was a flourishing business. And like that, like that, a company that was driving just dropped into his lap. Somebody shout favor. favor. Hallelujah. Now, watch, 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 watch as I close. What if, while he was working with those foreigners, he didn't have favor with them. God did not grant him favor with them. Because for someone to come and tell you, I want to sell my company to you, they must have fancied something about him. Maybe it was the way he walked. Maybe it's that when he came to the morning, everyone would say, oh, good morning, sir, to them. And somebody that doesn't understand favor will just come and say good morning. Or even forget to greet. <laughs> Glory be to God. You know, there are things you can do to... to to get if Daniel, the Bible said Daniel had come into favor with the prince of the, the eunuchs, the person that was coordinating them. Hallelujah. May this season, may you be bathed with favor this season. May you receive the wisdom to activate the favor you need concerning the work of your hands in the name of Jesus. Rise on your feet. Let's pray this morning. Kenamoshataya I don't know what you need. Look at me, everybody. You may not need... In fact, somebody here, maybe all these five things may not even be the thing you need to focus on. But I'm just showing you there are different ways. Somebody say different ways. That God can trigger the blessing he wants into our lives concerning the work of our hands. And these are five simple things that anybody can walk in. Can you lift your hands to him this morning? Say, Heavenly Father, I thank you for the wisdom and the intelligence. Come on, pray with us this morning. You have not because you ask not. Say, I thank you for the wisdom and the intelligence that I need to deploy in this season of my life. Thank you, Father, that three months from today, six months from today, I will not regret the moves I'm making because your spirit will guide me. I will hear your voice 
that tells me this is the way walk in it holy spirit my teacher of prophets i surrender myself to you right now guide me lead me teach me show me the way i ought to go where the work of my hands are concerned can somebody open their mouth and just begin to pray the preceding message was brought to you by king's word everywhere nigeria we are located at Kingsword Auditorium, Etel Avenue, behind NNPC Filling Station, First Bank Bus Stop, off Kudarat Abiola Way, Argun, Lagos. Email kmiafrica at kingsword.org. Telephone 234-810-00-006-40.